This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Monday, July 17th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Welcome to NAFTA Week. Support floods in for USDA deputy pick and Farm Bureau rolls out Farm Bill priorities. Welcome to NAFTA Week. That's not an official designation, but it may be a good description nonetheless. U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer expected to unveil a plan for renegotiating the North American Free Trade Agreement as early as today. That will just be the beginning of what is expected to be months of talks between the U.S., Canada, and Mexico as negotiators jockey to get new and improved deals to help their domestic manufacturers, farmers, ranchers, and service providers. The stakes are particularly high for the U.S. ag sector that counts on Mexico and Canada as two of its largest markets, thanks to shared borders and the fact that almost all tariffs were removed under the three-country free trade agreement that's been in place for more than 20 years. Mexico alone buys about $19 billion worth of corn, soybeans, pork, dairy, sorghum, and many other farm goods. Lighthizer has repeatedly promised to do no harm when it comes to the NAFTA provisions that U.S. farmers rely on. But that hasn't stopped farm groups and lawmakers from worrying. It's why Michigan Senators Debbie Stabenow and Gary Peters have fired off a letter to the USTR. Stabenow is the top Democrat on the Senate Agriculture Committee. The Senators wrote... At a time when many Michigan farmers are struggling with low prices, it is especially critical that any renegotiated agreement does not jeopardize access to these important markets for Michigan farmers, ranchers, and producers. It's not just Democrats who are concerned. House Agriculture Committee Chairman Mike Conaway, talking to reporters recently, said even the idea of renegotiating NAFTA is unsettling because no one likes change. NAFTA, NAFTA, and more NAFTA. Also this week, NAFTA will take center stage at a House Ways and Means Committee hearing tomorrow, as well as a gathering hosted by the Washington International Trade Association, the WITA, that comes on Thursday. Witnesses for the Ways and Means hearing haven't been announced, but the speakers with the WITA event are Mexican Ambassador to the U.S., Geronimo Gutierrez, and Canadian Ambassador David McNaughton. Support floods in for USDA deputy pick. The Trump administration announced late on Friday its choice of American Soybean Association CEO Stephen Sensky to get the number two spot at USDA. Farm groups are expressing a lot of support. Wesley Spurlock, the president of the National Corn Growers Association, said Steve knows firsthand the importance of increasing global demand for U.S. agricultural products, growing the renewable fuels industry, and protecting risk management programs. His background and experience are especially welcome as we begin to shape the next farm bill. Michael Dykes, CEO of the International Dairy Foods Association, lauded Sinsky's background working for the Reagan and George H.W. Bush administration. Dykes said, with this appointment, Secretary Purdue is assembling a strong leadership team. We look forward to working with Steve on several important issues, including implementation of flexibility in the school lunch program, expanding agricultural trade, and reauthorization of the Farm Bill. 
While many are happy with Sinsky's nomination, there are still a lot of high-level positions vacant at USDA, and farm groups and lawmakers are getting impatient. Spurlock continued two weeks ago, we called on President Trump to fill out the entire leadership team at USDA. With the rural economy struggling, USDA needs a full leadership team to serve the interests of farmers, ranchers, and consumers. We're pleased to see a strong, experienced deputy nominated. We urge the president to continue moving forward with other USDA nominations. New York City menu labeling blocked. New York City's attempt to require calorie and nutrient information on restaurant menus before an FDA rule goes into effect is preempted by federal law. That says a lawsuit filed with the Food Marketing Institute, the National and New York Convenience Store Association, and the Restaurant Law Center. The Food and Drug Administration is deferring enforcement of the nationwide menu labeling rules until May 2018. That in response to industry complaints about the cost of implementation. New York City, however, has threatened to start levying fines against retailers and restaurants starting August 21st. New York City can't jump the gun and start imposing fines when FDA hasn't even figured out how disclosures should be made. That the word of Lyle Beckwith, Senior Vice President of Government Relations for the National Association of Convenience Stores. Doing that holds stores to standards that no one can meet and undermines the point of having a federal law in the first place. Farm Bureau rolls out Farm Bill Priorities. One common theme that's emerged as the Senate and House Agriculture Committees dive into preparations for the next Farm Bill is that budgets will be tight. House and Senate ag leaders continue to stress the need for a strong safety net for farmers, while at the same time warning that there won't be enough funding for all the programs that ag producers and exporters have been relying on. That's not the message coming from the American Farm Bureau Federation, the largest group representing U.S. farmers and ranchers. A summary of the group's main concern includes protecting current farm bill spending, maintaining a unified farm bill that includes nutrition programs and farm programs together, ensuring any changes to current farm legislation will be an amendment to the Agriculture Adjustment Act of 1938 or the Agriculture Act of 1949. To prioritize AFBF's top funding concerns, risk management tools, which include both federal crop insurance and Title I commodity programs, and ensuring programs are compliant with the World Trade Organization agreements. American Farm Bureau Federation President Zippy Duvall said, Because of low commodity prices, many of America's farmers and ranchers are struggling. The risk management and safety net provisions of farm bills are the most important in times like these. Happy Ice Cream Day! You don't even have to scream for some free icy cold dairy goodness today. Just show up at the parking lot on the east side of the USDA headquarters on the National Mall where the International Dairy Foods Association will be serving up cones of deliciousness to help beat the heat. Technically, the National Ice Cream Day was yesterday, but that's not stopping IDFA and USDA from hosting the event. You might even catch a glimpse of USDA Chief Sonny Perdue, who is expected to attend. 
That's Daybreak for this Monday, July 17th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by McLeod Watkins Evan Miller, America's most experienced law firm in agricultural and derivatives law, and by Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.